0: This is Issues 2022. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce President and CEO John Rolfe. Welcome to Issues 22, and thanks for being on with us.
1: Well, Steve, thank you as well. I'm glad to be with you this morning.
0: You know, you took this job, as I understand it, in October, and I believe you came to it from the Kansas Leadership Center. Is that correct?
1: That is correct, I did.
0: What, what kind of work did you do at the Leadership Center?
1: With the uh, Kansas Leadership Center, uh, as, and I refer to it as KLC, but I was the chief business officer, which focused on um, all of our business aspects, our community relations, and um, growing our business with our uh, what we call uh, companies that are looking for leadership uh, across the state and leadership opportunities that... Um, uh, to grow their individuals, grow their uh, companies in their leadership efforts uh, and other such related uh,
0: leadership activities. Okay. Now, now, had you worked at the chamber before that? You
1: know, I did uh, have a stand here at the chamber for about three years uh, earlier as the uh, vice president of economic development.
0: Well, tell us a little bit about your background. Where are you from? Where you grew up? How you got to this it- point in your career? Well, I grew up
1: here in uh, Wichita, Kansas, so I am a, a native of Wichita, uh, of Wichita. Uh, attended uh, public schools here in the area, graduated from uh, Wichita State University uh, as a business uh, major, uh, and in terms of professionally, after college, I had started out part time in bank, banking and spent a uh, number of years in the banking industry, uh, and from there also spent a number of years in economic development in various uh, areas with uh, with the state, uh, with the chamber, Wichita Chamber of Commerce, and when I say the state, uh, the Kansas Department of Commerce. Uh, and uh, besides banking, I also spent a a significant amount of years in the hospitality industry. Uh, where I worked with a uh, number of convention and visitors bureaus, uh, including here in Wichita, uh, San Jose, California, and Houston, Texas.
0: Oh, so you you were out, you did move for a while, but you this is the home, and you, you really kind of stayed uh, in the hometown, then, huh? That's
1: right. That's right. There were, mm-hmm. you know, probably a total of um, professionally, probably let's see, seven, nine, <laughs> um, probably about. 14 years that I, uh, in between Wichita here and there, um, uh, probably about 14 years outside of Wichita uh, working professionally. But uh, again, the majority of that has been here in Wichita. It
0: it doesn't sound like you're old old enough to do all this stuff, but
1: you've been pretty busy. I just said a
0: few years, a few years. (laughs) There you go. Well, listen, you took this job as the COVID pandemic was winding down, actually. Have you been able to assess the the pandemic's impact on, on the chamber's business office there? Well, you know, in terms
1: of our specific office here, yeah. I think uh, the chamber was like everyone or other companies and businesses that uh, faced the various challenges uh, with the pandemic from, you know, staff reductions, uh, limited hours, um, you know, really trying to maintain um, our business um, environment and certainly our business operations uh, to address the needs of our local and regional businesses uh, during the pandemic. Uh, certainly, like everyone, we were deal- dealing with illnesses. Um, you know at the time, pre uh, I should say, pre-vaccination, and certainly even after pra- uh, the vaccination was done. So dealing with those types of things, um, we were faced with that as well uh, as a chamber.
0: Did you uh, did any of your people uh, work from home?
1: Yes, we we had remote, uh, remote uh, yeah. we had remote hours, uh, and there was a period where everyone worked from home. But for the most part, we had um, remote hours. Well, we did have some people here in the office, but again, we had a re- remote um, type of operation. Uh, but also. Um, in such a way where we were able to, again, address the needs uh, of the business community.
0: Did you lose anybody? So, so many businesses? Uh,
1: you know, you know fortunately, we did not uh, lose um, okay. anyone in terms of death or anything yeah. of that yeah. nature yeah. to uh, the COVID. Uh, but certainly there were some illnesses um, that that took place.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, from what chamber members have told you, what, what was the overall impact on business, the business community of uh pandemic. How would you characterize that?
1: Well, there was some, um, I I would say it it was probably a little bit of both negative and positive, the majority of that being negative in terms of, you know, staffing, staff reductions, uh, revenues being down, and other challenges that uh, the business community faced, uh, in addition to, you know, illnesses. And, you know, once the vaccination came, dealing with, you know, the issue of whether the vaccination was mandated, required or not. So all of those types of things um, uh, had an impact um, on the business community. I would say on the other side of things, there were some positive uh, things that took place. You know, there were certain companies that certainly excelled or had revenue growth uh, in a time of that pandemic because of the the need and, and the services or businesses, manufacturing uh, types of things that they did. So there was that revenue growth side of things as well that took place. But it also created some uh, opportunities for uh, some companies to make a shift and be creative in things that they perhaps weren't doing previously, um, you know, previously um Pre, uh, pre-pandemic, and so I, I would say again, there was a little bit of mixed um, impact in terms of negative and positive, but clearly uh, there was a, a significant amount of negative uh, impact uh, for, uh, as a result of the pandemic, you know, including business closings.
0: Yeah, and the, the, yeah, that, and the challenge of uh, uh, going to our restaurants, which we all wanted to do, is the people who right. were able to do, drive up lanes and curbside service uh some of them i right. thought I saw were doing pretty well during this pandemic
1: right right, and so that those was that was part of that shift that that creativity like people want you know they need food or they want to go out and eat how can we be safe and deliver them the food yeah. so uh-huh. let's create this drive up or walk-up service, uh, and a number from fast foods to fine dining uh, type of restaurants were doing that, which, quite frankly, even today still exists as a result of that, including things like, um, you know, order your groceries online uh, and just drive up. They'll put it in the back of your vehicle and you move on, which continues even after the pandemic uh, and the vaccination and booster and things of that nature.
0: Well, and, you, and you talk about, of course, there was a little some federal money that got pumped into places like Wichita and other communities to help businesses. but on the other hand, there were people who were challenged to think, I guess to think out of the box outside the box how are we gonna how are we doing this in terms of how do we keep staff? how do we keep going? and uh, some of them were meet the town. some of them just couldn't quite uh, get her done, I guess.
1: Right, right. You know, and it's uh, you know, and that's that's the unfortunate part because there are a number of small businesses which the chamber about eighty eight percent of our members of our fifteen hundred members represent small businesses, which mean they are a hundred employees or less. Um, many of those were were impacted. Of course, some were more uh, some were perhaps retail related, uh, but again, those types of businesses that we all you know either grew up. Loving to go and 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 uh, contribute to or or do business with, um, and became very uh, a part of Wichita's history. You know, some still don't. Uh, some at this point do not exist. So, those were some of those those challenges and un, unfortunate uh, catastrophes as a uh, result of the uh, pandemic.
0: All right. Well, let's let's turn our turn our attention a little bit. Something a little more. Uh... Positive, maybe. Tell us about the regional in the chamber's name. Uh, how many? You, I think you you already told me how many members you have, uh, but and how many cities uh, are 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 you representing there?
1: Well, you know, um, obviously Wichita is is our primary focus and and city, uh, but we changed that, and I believe it was um, in approximately 2017 we we changed from Wichita Metro to Wichita Regional Chamber, and it really reflects what we consider key partnerships in this region um, and even our work legislatively in the South Central region. And so that was part of that change. And as we we work with um, various cities on various projects uh, and collaborative on various initiatives, uh, whether that's a, a Derby, a Newton, a Mays, um, even places uh such as you know Salina McPherson, those areas that may very well um, be. Uh, they're a regional player and they have their own chambers, so we collaborate cooperatively with them. And we also uh, are a key part of the what we call REAP, which stands for the Regional Economic Area Partnership, which represents the 10 county region, uh, including Cedric County. So there's a coalition, if you will, Steve, of, uh, of us that are all working together. And while we have, may, there may be individual. Chambers in uh, the various cities, we do collaborate together and come together and work together on various projects. That's going that will impact the region. And obviously, whether it's in McPherson, whether it's in a Wichita or Derby, et cetera, those have an impact uh, throughout this region. Uh, you take, for instance, the Pfizer in McPherson. Certainly, we have people who live in Wichita, work there, and vice versa. There are things that they're doing, that we're doing, that, again, helps drive the economy uh, and the business climate in the region. So that regional uh, piece of business is um, is very important to us. And while we may represent Wichita collectively, we represent a region.
0: Well, what are, what are your members saying are their biggest concerns about local or regional commerce and business? What are the the top priorities there?
1: You know, I think some of the, the two things that we're hearing it, and has been going on for, for some time is especially is the talent and more, you know, the talent needs, the staffing, um, you know, supply chain is certainly key, and certainly inflation is uh, is, is right at the top of that. Uh, s- certainly, at this point, you know, as we say, post-pandemic, those types of things uh, are, are top of mind and top. Top of uh, conversation or topic uh, for uh, for for our businesses, and you know the the latest has been uh, the impact of uh, what will happen and the impact of the Russian and Ukraine uh, war and how that will impact uh, long term currently, but even going long term.
0: Hmm. You're listening to Issues 2022 on the Odyssey Radio Stations, and our guest is Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce President and CEO John Rolfen. Chamber lobbies the Kansas legislature every year. And uh have you, have you done well in Topeka this this past winter? Well, you
1: know, uh Steve it's not over yet and as you know nope. they're in the uh, final part of that session. But I would tell you there's two things that I will um that you know, that we've been very involved with uh on our legislative side of things there and uh certainly the aviation tax credit uh is huge. For, for this, not only this city, but for this region, uh, and I would say even for the state as a whole. That is uh, significant, um, and we're excited that that has been enacted into law. And then the other piece of that is the APEX, which uh, is the, the mega bill that the governor has signed, and um, it stands for Attracting Powerful Economic Expansion Act by... Uh, but we're hopeful uh, that this $4 billion dollar project will land here in Kansas and as you probably know we were competing with Oklahoma but we're hoping that the, when the announcement is made that we will come out um, a winner in that. but even if we don't if we aren't the winner in that you know there are multiple projects that are going on that this particular bill um, and the passage of it will uh, allow us to still attract some uh, that, that are being worked on that hopefully we will k- still come to uh, uh, the Kansas and specifically the Wichita region.
0: Yes. So. yeah, That uh, that one of the, of course, these are not flashy uh, uh, issues that you're you're talking about here, but they, they do mean something, especially to the business community and how you're doing business. And the, the project you were talking about, there was a, uh, that's the, what just the top secret uh, plant that, or whatever is that may come here or Oklahoma. I understand Texas is in a running for it too, but uh, yeah, that was, it's going to be a big deal if we get, but will they get it in Wichita or will it go to Overland Park?
1: <laughs> well, I, it, you know, it's slated to be up in the, uh, what I understand is the Johnson County, potentially the Johnson County area. I don't know specifically uh, that, but um, it's my understanding. It's probably not here in Wichita, but it will, I believe and know that it will, I'm sure it will have impact um, regardless to where it is located. It will have impact uh, certainly here in this area, such as some of the other announcements, whether it's, you know, the Manhattan, Manhattan, Kansas, um, you know, recent announcement project there and some of those other things. These are all great for Kansas. Certainly, you know, our focus is on Wichita, but we're excited whenever there is announcements across the state. And that's what, you know, again, that's what, uh, as we work um, through our government relations area on various bills, they're going to impact all areas and they will have eventually have an impact on us as well.
0: You know uh, as well as anyone that this is Wichita. At least is an aircraft town with uh, manufacturing that's going on, heavy manufacturing, and all the other uh, smaller uh, companies that feed into the that. And it's, it looks like it's going to be that way for a while. We're seeing some good things from uh, a couple of companies, Bombardier uh, and Spirit,
1: right? Right, Bombardier just, you know, had their uh, recent announcement, the U.S. headquarters, you know, Spirit Aerosystems certainly continues uh, to grow, and we're so fortunate to have them here, as well as uh, Textron uh, and the other, you know, uh, aviation companies, you know, that are here, Airbus, et cetera, and those who supply and are in the uh, aerospace um, Manufacturing or supply chain; those companies are very key, and we truly are. They are capital of the world, and and uh, along with some other um, other industries. But certainly, uh, aerospace is one of our uh, key I- industries, and has been. And we're so fortunate to have that uh, in this in this region, and specifically in the Wichita area, uh, what we have here.
0: We're we're looking at. Uh, well, what I'm hearing is everybody's looking to hire somebody. Uh, uh, is there anything special that the, the chamber can do to, to to attract folks to come here and, and take a job and, and make their life here? Oh, oh yeah, most definitely. We are
1: very much so involved with uh, uh, several organizations. Uh, um, th- what, what we're doing in terms of engaging and um, taking on our role uh, as a part of this talent uh, piece, you know, certainly the talent, um, challenge and initiatives can't be done by one organization. There's a multitude in addition to what the, the companies individually are doing, uh, but our efforts are uh, key with that. And so no one organization, I think, can own that piece. And uh, just like the chamber, while we're, we are have a piece of that talent um, initiative uh, to help fulfill, to grow, uh, to help meet the challenges that our companies are facing here. We're working with a number of other organizations, you know, the Greater Wichita Partnership, uh, another key stakeholder in this community and a a close ally and partner with with the chamber, as well as the uh, Workforce Alliance um, uh, organization here in in the Wichita area. The three of us are collectively working together on several initiatives that are helping um, to drive and attract New uh, employees and to meet uh, excuse me new um, folks to Wichita that can help with the employee yeah. need and request the talent as well as other you know educational uh, institutions that we're working with as well that are focused in various areas uh, to grow existing talent that we have from high school that are coming out going into trades and those that are leaving college going into uh, into the workforce as well how do we keep and retain that talent here uh, as well as bring new talent into the area so Uh, there's there's a number of us that are working on that collectively uh, and individually
0: i know the chamber's active in promoting business networking Uh, uh, tell us about that Uh, how how you encourage networking yeah, well, we have
1: a number of events that um, you know take place uh, throughout the year. Whether that's uh, you know uh, what we call our our scramblers that you know have a, f- a specific focus on uh, business needs and opportunities, we certainly have uh, individual types of things with our members uh, and and events such as our. Our, our, our chamber's uh, issues, our chamber forums, our, our our membership initiatives that connect our members and others together with opportunities to do business, um, as well as, you know, just various events that we have that are pure networking uh, and programs that, you know, bring CEOs together to address you know issues that they may be faced with, and hopefully, more importantly, come up with opportunities to solve those uh, particular challenges. So it, it goes across the spectrum of of the different levels, but also across industries um, industries as well uh, to connect. You know individuals, companies, certain levels within those companies, um, um, and network. So there's opportunities to grow your business, do business with others, as well as learn from others on the challenges that you each may be facing.
0: You know, the Chamber's Annual Business Meeting is a, has become quite an event, a big event in our community uh, uh, with some terrific speakers every year. What are you planning this year? Who Who's your speaker going to be?
1: <laughs> w- uh, well, if I if I if I tell you, you know, you're going to have to guarantee that we're going to have that sellout at a thousand uh, thousand people, you know, from okay, you I know, know. <laughs> from KNSS or something.
0: <laughs> if you have somebody, you're not going to tell me today. I understand that, it's, but it's well, it's quite well, an I event. I will tell you, yeah, yeah
1: we are. Yeah, it is quite an event, uh, Stephen. What we are planning, um, we're in the planning stages of that right now. We've we've identified a what I consider a phenomenal speaker, and we're working through those details. Uh, but uh, very much so as in the past and uh, specifically last year um, that we had Patrick Lencioni. Uh, it will be a, a, a great speaker with a awesome message about how we continue to grow and build upon what we already have and the success that we're having. And so we're looking forward to uh, having that speaker here and to confirming and announcing that probably within the next Thirty, maybe just sixty days at the latest, um, that announcement. And we believe, uh, again, uh, everyone will want to be there and be a, a part of this uh, annual meeting, which will take place uh, usually in mid-November. Yeah. So that's the uh, also the date that we're looking at at this point.
0: Yeah, you haven't been in the in the uh, in the position a long time, but what what do you think are your biggest challenges as president of the chamber, John?
1: We, um you know, I, I think. You know, probably maybe the challenges, uh, and I don't know if they're challenges, but I would say the goals that we continue to to do and focus on is how do we continue to address the needs of our business community as we recover from the pandemic, and to focus on addressing what the future needs are of not only our existing companies but those companies that are. You know will be new into this community uh, and and that are being recruited to come here, so uh, clearly focusing on our existing uh, our existing company needs is a major a major major focus of ours, and you know how do we address those and then really being on what I call that cutting edge of you know being prepared. To see what's forthcoming and hopefully prepare ahead of uh, prepare before, uh, if you will, those challenges may come come apart. Or how do we help them with resources to help grow uh, their future workforce what and do- their, their 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 business? So that yeah. business resource need is probably uh, that key uh, key piece of that.
0: What do what you focused on? What should give you the greatest satisfaction in your new job, John?
1: You know, for me, Steve, I think the uh, greatest um – satisfaction really comes from when we see our businesses uh, and our members, um, member businesses and you know businesses in the community being successful, growing, and certainly, as I mentioned, uh, our small businesses that represent 88% of our members, seeing them continue to grow at staff and to become larger and, and successful, I, uh, and if I can just um, quickly share, um, you know, one example of that and started, you know, I I believe it's maybe 50, 60 years ago, but a, a great example of that is IMA. I found out about the history of that. Three companies, Come together. Uh, they come together, and they came together, uh, and they were competitors, started with 16 employees, and now they are several thousands wow. uh, of employees uh, over that time. Those kind of stories are awesome, and I think, you know, we're seeing that every day from a number of small businesses that are starting with small numbers, and they continue to grow. 20, 30, 40 years later, they're still in this community, strong presence, doing great things.
0: All right. All right. And well, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to have to interrupt you because we're out of time, but... Uh... I certainly appreciate you spending some time with us this morning, and best of luck in your new job. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Steve, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Our guest is Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce President and CEO John Rolfe. That's all for this edition of Issues 2022. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh.